As the days go by, schedules are getting tighter and life even busier, making it easy to get drowned in the many distractions of the day. But in the busyness of the day, God still calls us to completely turn down the volume of noise around us and draw closer in fellowship with Him. Quiet your spirit, dear one. God has a word for you today. Earnest seekers, it is time to draw deep from the wells of wisdom. We pray that the entrance of the word of God will bring light and impart understanding to your hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your goodness flow through us as we gather to experience your power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I am inspired to inspire you to rethink and refocus the reason why we have audacity, the reason why we, if you like, have the arrogance to confront the things of nature with an unseen and unknown power to the hidden, with an expectation that changes will happen because there is something called that saith the Lord. Hallelujah. We have gathered to experience the power in the name of Jesus. But why is it that we have this audacity to believe and even expect that something would happen when we speak of the name of Jesus? For the word of the Lord said, as we read from John 14 from verse 13 through, the Lord gave them the promise that if you believe in me, if you believe in me, ah, you shall ask whatsoever you desire and it shall be done. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you desire and it shall be done. So in Acts of the Apostles chapter 3 and verse 6, when Peter and John had confronted the young man that laid at the gate called Beautiful, the word of the Lord says, they told him, ask for silver and gold. We don't have any. But this is what we have in the name of Jesus. For they entered the place with the assurance of the pronouncement of the Lord. That saith the Lord. That if you believe, you shall ask whatsoever you desire in my name, and it shall be granted. Armed with the truth in this power, they confronted that young man at the gate called Beautiful. I want to believe that that young man had been at that gate because Jesus had been ministering in the synagogue. He had been to the church in Jerusalem before. And the Bible says that that young man had been there all his life. Which means that if he was even 30 years, then it meant that he had been there. When Jesus passed. So whatever gave Peter and John the audacity to confront a cripple who Jesus walked by and walked past to go to the synagogue was because they believed in the name of Jesus. I came to announce to you there is something called that saith the Lord. Not what has been pronounced by men. Not what has been experienced by people. Not even what has been written by theologians. Not what has been pronounced by the mouth of a man of God. But if I can find for me any word in the scriptures that saith the Lord, then I have enough audacity to depend on the truth of that word because the one that spoke it is not only a man. Scripture says he's not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that changes his mind. He is God eternal that speaks things that don't exist into existence. So when he tells me that that saith the Lord, then I have every reason and I have every capacity to believe that indeed what he has said, he would make it come to pass. Hallelujah. When we make reference to the scriptures in Genesis chapter 1, 
reading from the verse 2 down, the Bible says that the Lord called forth and said, let there be light. And there was light. Whatever the description of light that existed before the Lord called it forth, we don't know. But as soon as he spoke, let there be light, the nature and character of light appeared out of nowhere and has so been from then till now. This is the God that tells me that when he has given me his word, if I have faith enough, I can depend on the word and I would see his work coming to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. When we look at Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, the Bible says that Jesus told the disciples when they had failed to do what was expected, that you don't have faith enough. But if only you had faith, he says, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you if you have faith. But faith is not anchored on any imagination. It is anchored on that saith the Lord. Hallelujah. I just came to inspire you to rethink the reason for our faith and our audacity to believe that that which we speak concerning the name of Jesus is correct. Hallelujah. In this our modern world of information overload, there are so many secular views, reports, opinions, research findings, experiences, observations, traditions, concepts, and viewpoints. All these are unreliable. And you know why? Anyone that has had opportunity to study enough will understand and come to know that over the times, over the course of life, the opinions and theories and strategies and uh, viewpoints change with changing situations. Hallelujah. And so men observe the things that are available to them within the confines of their limited lives and form opinions and viewpoints. And so if you want to depend your life on them, and I do not want to discount the accuracy, or should I say, the level of competence of those who go through these kinds of research findings. Actually, they are research findings. But the truth of the matter is that they are an expression of facts. But there is only one truth, and that truth is the word of God. Hallelujah. And so we have audacity to confront natural things and expect the supernatural because there is something called, that saith the law. Hallelujah. Even in our religious environment, there are so many religious views. There are so many testimonies. There are so many doctrines, dogmas, traditions, practices, and ordinances. But if these are not anchored in the word of God, we have no way of benefiting from them if we follow them. If these are not anchored in the word of God, then I dare say they only profit us, even in our natural sense. But they are ineffective to the confrontation of the things that pertains to the spiritual. But you and I have been born of the spirit in whom the spirit of God dwells so that we live a life of the spirit, not like before. Because the life of before was conforming to the things of the letter, was conforming to the things of natural beings. But this life that we have, if indeed the spirit of God is indwelling us, brethren, we should be capable of operating in the capacity of that say of the Lord. In this area of the accuracy and dependability of the word of God, this is what Martin Luther has to say. He said, I have covenanted with my Lord that he should not send me visions or dreams or even angels. I am content with this one gift of the scriptures, which abundantly teaches and supplies all that is necessary, both for life and that which is to come. I read it again. 
I have covenanted with my Lord that he should not send me visions or dreams or even angels. I am content with this one gift of the scriptures, which abundantly teaches and supplies all that is necessary, both for life and that which is to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, child of God, when we stand to talk about the power in the name of Jesus, it is not because there is a phrase called in the name of Jesus. It is because there is a pronouncement that has been made by the creator of life. That this name has been given, it is above every other name. That at the mention of the name, every knee, every knee, every knee, whether they be in heaven, whether they be on earth, whether they be visible, whether they be invisible, every knee, that saith the Lord, that all power is in the name of Jesus, that saith the Lord. And so when you look at Lamentations 3 and verse 37, it says that there is nothing that any man can say that can come to pass except what the Lord has decreed. Hallelujah. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? So whatever the Lord has commanded, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. And so when we look at Mark 11 and verse 22, Mark 11 and 22, he says, have faith in God and whatever you ask will get. Have faith. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. The God that saith, that saith the Lord. He is the I am that I am. Interestingly, when you look into Exodus chapter 3, there is something that is very beautiful there. Read the whole of the encounter between Moses and God. God had appeared to Abraham and given him the promise and the covenant concerning salvation that we are beneficiaries of. However, he did not reveal himself to Abraham as the I am God. It was only to Moses that he revealed himself to him as the I am God. And so when he was to go back to Pharaoh and to even the elders of Israel to tell them of his encounter, what did the Lord say? He says, tell them that saith the Lord, I am has sent me. Hallelujah. Whenever we are to confront things that beats imagination, whenever we are to confront natural situations with an expectation of a spirit, a supernatural outcome, your only sure banker is if you can find for yourself a that sayeth the Lord that deals with that particular situation. Because when you find a that sayeth the Lord, there is no telling what God will come through for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That sayeth the Lord. That sayeth the Lord. God is not a man. Therefore, he does not change his mind. And he does whatever he says. You can look at that in Numbers 23 and verse 19. Numbers 23 and verse 19. And there is a wonderful scripture in Jeremiah 1 and verse 2. The Bible is so clear that God is watching over his word to perform. Oh my goodness. Whatever he has spoken, he is committed. Paying particular attention. Watching over it that it will come to pass. And so if you can find for you, and that saith the Lord concerning the situation you are confronting, Brother, sister, son, daughter, father, mother, be assured beyond every imagination that that saith the Lord will not fail because it is spoken by the creator of life, the one that speaketh things into being. He is not limited by time or space, neither is he limited by the things that have yet been created. He can create from nothing. And if it is possible for him to create for you, because he said that saith the Lord, and he doesn't lie about his word, be assured it will come to pass for you. Hallelujah. 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 So when we come into our dispensation, those of us that have come to take refuge under the banner of Christ and the cross, 
Matthew 17 and verse 5. After the transfiguration, when the apostles that worked with Jesus were amazed and were thinking about the episode of Elijah and Moses appearing with Jesus, in order not to confuse their heads about who they should listen to, the Bible says that Moses and Elijah were considered great prophets, even in the life of Jews. But word of the Lord said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him, listen to him. And so that, that saith the Lord concerning our life in this dispensation. The Bible says in Hebrews 1, that the, in the times of old, God spoke by the prophets. But in our time, he has spoken by his son. So in our days, I want to assure you that the, that saith the Lord, that coming out of the mouth of Jesus, is that which we are to listen to. That saith the Lord, this is my son, listen to him. That saith the Lord, this is Jesus in whom I have placed all authority. In heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Listen to him. This is my son. This is the one in whose name every knee bows. So if you have been given the power and the audacity to operate in the name of Jesus, how is it possible that you can operate at someone who has no hope? That saith the Lord. If only you would find for you a scripture that relates to the things God has said concerning your situation, then be assured that if only you believe it will come to pass. For God is not a man to lie. And he will never lie. Hallelujah. 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 So what has Jesus said concerning us? When you look into Luke 10 and verse 19. He says that I have given you authority. I have given you authority. I have given you the right. I have given you the capacity. I have given you the audacity to confront things of the spirit. And even of Satan and his ways. All the ways and devices and schemes and machinations of the devil. I have given you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power. Wait a minute. Do you find a dust say of the Lord there? God says that Jesus is the one we are to listen to. And he is telling us in Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. That he has given us authority. Over all serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. All. All means all, that includes all without limiting anything. All means all. All means all. Is there any etymological reference that can eliminate any matter from all? Can we? Thus saith the Lord, I have given you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing, nothing, Absolutely nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. If only you believe. If only you believe. Hallelujah. And so when you read in Hebrews 13 and verse 5, he says that peradventure, maybe your experiences in your thinking is causing you to believe that somewhere, somehow, something can hurt you. He's telling you, Hebrews 13 and 5, that let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That saith the Lord. What is it you're confronting? What is it that is challenging you? What is it that is troubling your mind? What is it that is giving you sleepless nights? There is a that saith the Lord. If only you believe. He says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord's promises are sure. If only... You believe. If only you believe. 
Hallelujah. And concerning our work, even as children that propagate the gospel, when you read Matthew 28 and verse 20, let's go to 18 first. Let's go to 18. Now from verse 18, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All authority. All. All. All means all. That includes all without limiting anything about all. All authority. So he says, go and make disciples. Then verse 20, and he said, lo. Now, other translation says, behold. So it's another way of saying, in case you are getting a bit disturbed. In case you are forgetting. In case you are being challenged in any way. Consider, take this in. Appreciate this. I am with you always. That saith the Lord. I am with you always. A husband will not be there all the time. Neither will a wife be there all the time. Even if they are dead, they may disagree with you and give you grief. Children will not be there all the time. Your job will not be there all the time. Even the church will not be there all the time. Because there will be times that you may find yourself so pressed and so hard pressed that you find it difficult even to call and get close to the church. But there is a one that saith that I am with you always. There is a that saith the Lord when you have found yourself in that depressing situation, that troubling situation, that confusing situation. There is a I am that says that I am with you always. I am with you always even to the end of the ages. Child of God. There is a that say of the Lord for the situation you are confronting. There is a that say of the Lord for the situation you are confronting. When you look into 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, the Bible is very clear that when the land is sick, it is not the heathen that need repentance. That saith the Lord. The one that spoke about the good things also speaks concerning admonishment and admonition. And he expects that it be followed. For the word of God is true. Romans 3 and verse 4. Let God be true. Every man is a liar. It doesn't matter what title they bear. But the Bible says that if indeed those who are called by his name, 2 Chronicles chapter 17 and verse 4, will humble themselves and pray, seek his face and turn from their evil ways. So it means that if the land is sick, then those who are called by the name of God, are pursuing evil. That saith the Lord. It's not my word. I didn't say it. Because my words don't matter. But the scripture is clear. That if the land got to be healed. Then the people that are identified by the name of the Lord. Must turn from their evil ways. It means the people identified by God. Are pursuing evil. That saith the Lord. If the sweet things about that saith the Lord matters. This also is relevant. These are their numbers according to their father's houses. If the people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their evil way, then I will heal the land. So the healing of the land. Brethren, we have been crying to God concerning Ghana. Now we want to cry to God. God, help us. Those who are identified by your name. Because it is only when we have turned from our evil ways, we will the land be healed. The condition for the healing of the land is that let the people called by the name of God turn from their evil ways. 
In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2, the Bible is very clear about what we are to do. And so there is a dust say of the Lord. Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Then we go to verse 2. For kings and all who are in authority. Let us wait there. Just as we were talking about the dust say of the Lord. This is what the Lord expects of us concerning people in authority. Let a child of God understand. The advocacy, the complaint, the harsh words, the ridicule, the abuse, and the calling of curses will have no effect on the people in authority. If you are a child of God, this is the that saith the Lord for you concerning the man in authority. Pray for them. All kinds of prayers, supplications, thanksgiving. In fact, thank God. Even for your MC who is giving you grief. For God is the one that allows anyone that comes in authority. Because that is also a that saith the Lord. There is no one that comes into authority except the law. Allows it. And so this is a that saith the Lord concerning those in authority for us children of God. This is a that saith the Lord. Pray for the kings. And anyone that is in authority. That is our that saith the Lord. Not the complaints we have. On our WhatsApp charts, our class groups, our professional platforms, it will yield no result. Since when have we not been complaining? Since when have we not been speaking concerning these things? But what is the statement of the Lord concerning the change of the mind of the king? He says, for the mind of the king is like the waters that meanders in the wilderness in the hands of the Lord. And he directs it whichever way he desires, according to his purpose. That is scripture. And so if you want the Lord to change the mind of those in authority, to move according to the purpose of God concerning you and concerning the land, thus saith the Lord, pray, pray, pray. Hallelujah. Just as we did for the Christians in Ephesians 6, reading from 18 to 19, Paul was asking for prayer to be made for the all saints, including himself. So we are all to pray for Christians. If we find our brothers operating in certain situations that are not becoming of Christians, our lot in that is to pray. Pray for them. And so when I stand on my feet, in my closet, or I go on my knees in my closet, and I am spending hours upon hours praying for people who are Christians, it is because there is a that say of the Lord concerning that. Many are the testimonies we have heard and have experienced ourselves of situations where people were waking up in the night to go on their knees and pray for somebody. And it was because somebody was in distress. And that somebody needed an intervention of divine hand. That was occasioned by the prayer that we offered. And so let us begin to help ourselves. When we find our brothers struggling in stuff, they may be struggling with spiritual issues. They may be struggling with immorality. They may be struggling with family life. They may be struggling in their jobs. They may be struggling with even good character. All of this, as we add counseling, we add prayer. That saith the Lord concerning how we relate one to the other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then when we read Ephesians 6 and verse 12 through to 13, it talks about the power that we are fighting against. The reason why we pray both for the kings and for Christians and for all believers alike is because this wrestle in the spirit is not against flesh and blood. It is not against flesh and blood. It is not. It is not against flesh and blood. It is not. That is why he said, be strong in the 
Lord and in the power of his might. It is not you. That is why he said that put on the full armor of God. It is not an armor of man. It is an armor of God. Because it's a spiritual battle. It is not a physical battle. And so if we resort to natural situations and expect supernatural results, we will fail. That saith the Lord. If there is anything to be done in the physical, operating and bringing the results of the supernatural, it comes by prayer. Hallelujah. 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 And then again, when we read from Mark chapter 3, from verse 27 to 29, Mark 3, 27 to 29, the scripture is clear that if we are to save the souls of men, then I come to tell you, thus saith the Lord, that you cannot go to a strong man's house and take his good, except the strong man be bound. And so we pray to bind the strong men that are holding the souls of men. Thus saith the Lord, step out not to preach or to save anyone, except the strong man has been bound. Thus saith the Lord, so many have shipwrecked their faith because they have ventured into the spiritual without binding the strong man. Thus saith the Lord, the strong man needs to be bound. So we would gather in prayer, both on our individual levels and corporately as a church, to pray to bind the strong man so that the way of the Lord will come to pass. So child of God, what I want you to be aware of is that if you would ever produce a result that is not natural, but it's a supernatural result, you must find for yourself a dasiya the Lord concerning the situation. For when you have found for yourself a dasiya the Lord, you are anchored in the truth of the word of God. And the power in the name of Jesus would operate. Because Jesus said it concerning his work in this life. And we cannot do better than that. That what he sees his father do, he does. What he hears his father say, he says. For the words that I speak, they are not my own. It is the word that comes from the father by the spirit that I speak. In the same way, the doings that I do are not my own, but it's what my father does that I see that I do. Let a child of God find for himself and that saith the Lord and act accordingly. And I can promise you, we will be producing that great result of supernatural manifestations that would bring the word of God to come to pass. That out of our belly shall flow waters, living, waters, living, waters that will bring life to every dead situation around. For when there is a that saith the Lord, we have a reason for our audacity to confront natural situations expecting supernatural results. We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy and honest Christ-centered relationships. 
Join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Our Sunday services, first service, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Second service, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. God is still working miracles. Join our Wednesday dawn prayers from 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. Where there is a man to pray, there is definitely a God to answer. Join our Friday prayer meeting, Dad, Cry Out, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 020-877-9774. 0277-144-128 and 050-2444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at piwcacra. Until next time, we pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.